Hey everyone, my name is Meredith. I'm an author, life coach, spiritual mentor, wife, mom, and stepmom. And I'm here today to talk to you about tuning into God's voice. And this is um, one of the final segments in a series on trauma. And I'm noticing that in these messages, the Lord um, is not just leading me to deliver these to those who've been through trauma, but to kind of our nation um, that's been traumatized by COVID and, and just the way the times are right now. And I know other people that teach um, the word are feeling this too, um, that there is a need for people to return to God, to um, let go of these worthless idols that are in this world and um, return to the Lord and repent. And um, what's funny is I was working on this message two weeks ago and then last week I couldn't do it because Ellie was sick and, you know, um, in the meantime, I was in the middle of what I'm going to talk about today, and that is a perfect storm. I was in the middle of a perfect storm with Ellie being sick, with not having help to be able to do my messages. Um, just life was kind of, I felt like kind of I was, um, I didn't feel like I was quite in the belly of a whale like Jonah, who I'm going to talk about today. But it was like I was on a boat that was kind of not steady. And I just wanted to be on level ground, but that's not where I was. So I had to be still in my body and present in my body to the way things were going without ha being able to care, take care of myself, um, if that makes sense. So, um, and I say that because when we've been through trauma, we need to learn how to get in our bodies or we're not going to ever get over that trauma. And I think there's a lot of you that have been through trauma and the Lord is calling you to stop responding to the trauma the way you always have and to turn to him. Um, and I know I'm not saying that that's a self-will thing. I'm saying, you know, you need to get real and get with God and, and ask him to help you to stop reacting to these perfect storms because you know what when you have that initial trauma it's the biggest storm and then you keep responding to that trauma and responding to it and you keep running from your body until you deal with it so I think he's calling a lot of you to deal with that trauma so um, I want to bring up a quote uh, two quotes from a guy named Bessel van der Kolk who wrote a book called The Body Keeps the Score that I've already mentioned um, but the first one is traumatized people chronically feel unsafe in their bodies the past is alive in the form of gnawing interior discomfort been there done that you're probably there or maybe you're not there but um, you you know what that's like second quote the single most important issue for traumatized people is to find a sense of safety in their own bodies I was so did not feel safe in my body for so long, packed on weight, ran marathons, drank a ton, did all these things that kept me from needing to be present in my body until I put down all the addictions and was faced with that initial trauma that I had to deal with. So um, again, dealing with that initial trauma helps us to respond to these perfect storms. And when I talk about these perfect storms, it's when there's five or six things that happen all at once. Um, maybe um, we physically don't feel good or we haven't gotten any sleep or, 
you know, someone in our family says something we don't like, or we get a, a, we see a meme or we see something on Instagram. I mean, a bunch of things can happen at once. And some of us are just really good with responding to these and others of us who've been through trauma or are grieving don't really respond to these well. So it can take a while for us to learn to respond to them. Now, um, the scripture I'm going to share doesn't necessarily refer to being in our bodies when we've been through trauma, but it refers to, um, you know, uh, being in the middle of the storm and crying out to God to pull us out. And um, so I'm going to talk about Jonah, and there's a book dedicated to him. It's just four short chapters. Um, But I don't know how much you know about Jonah. You probably know that Jonah was in the belly of a whale, but what you may not know is that the Lord came to Jonah to preach against the wickedness in Nineveh. And what Jonah did was he ran. He got on a boat to Tarshish and ran. And um, what happened in fleeing from God was that the storm started to come, a great wind on the sea and a violent storm. Um, And the storm... I'm I'm cutting it real short, but the storm got rougher and rougher, and these sailors couldn't figure out what was going on, um, and they were trying to figure out, well, who's causing this, and they turned to to, to Jonah, and they were like, okay, we think it's you. Um, he said, they, they said, who are you? And he said, I am a Hebrew, and I worship the Lord, the God of heaven, who made the sea and the dry land. And... Um, but these men um, t- eventually took Jonah and threw him overboard. And that's when Jonah fell into the belly of the whale, um, of the fish, sorry, for um, three days and three nights. And um, some people say this is um, like the, um, I'm just going to jump to Matthew. Um, where did it go? Um There is a, oh, here we go, the sign of Jonah. Um, And what's interesting, kind of what I mentioned earlier, um, when we're being called to repent, because what what Jonah did was when he was in this, and some people say that this, this, uh, the sign of Jonah, this was a, um, what's the word? prediction of Jesus uh, being laid in the tomb and then rising again three days, three nights. Um, And, um, you know, Jonah was in in the belly three days, three nights. But um, verse 2 says, In my distress I called to the Lord, and he answered me. From deep in the realm of the dead I called for help, and you listened to my cry. Um, And I'm jumped down to verse 6. To the roots of the mountains I sank down. It's pretty low. The earth beneath barred me in forever, but you, Lord my God, brought my life out of the pit. Um, And what's interesting is he mentions at the end of this prayer, verse 8 and 9, those who cling to worthless idols turn away from God's love for them. But I will shout I, with shouts of grateful praise, will sacrifice to you. What I have vowed, I will make good. I will say, salvation comes from the Lord. And the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah onto dry land. And what Jonah ended up doing was going back to Nineveh and preaching um, for the Lord to the wicked. And um, they all repented. And um, 
So kind of like when we repent, we are given new life. So if I jump to Matthew um, 12, it says the sign of Jonah. Then some of the Pharisees and teachers of the law said to him, Teacher, we want to see a sign from you. He answered, A wicked and adulterous generation asks for a sign, but none will be given it except the sign of the prophet Jonah. There it is. For as Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of a huge fish, so the Son of Man will be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh will stand up at the judgment with this generation and condemn it, for they repented at the preaching of Jonah, and now something greater than Jonah is here. And I just, this, this is like the fourth time I've recorded this. It's just kind of funny how God works. It's, you know, I had my notes down and then he kind of led me to this. Um, so I think there's a greater message in this than just um, the trauma. Um, but it's more, it's, it's even more about repenting that um, so many people in this time right now, there's so much darkness in the world and so many idols that aren't, um, you know, the people, pardon my cat, people that have turned, Simba, people that have turned from the Lord and um, he invites us to repent. We just have to cry out. And I think that's what people forget. They think that they've been judged for what they do or they want proof. And that is not how God works. And uh, especially today, I think there's people that want proof and um, it's called faith. So, um, I don't know. I, I'm going to leave you simply with that message, except to say, you know, these perfect storms come all the time. I've had, like I said, we're coming through one. I had one up at the lake when I was upset about something and realized my husband actually realized it was um, the reason I was upset was this grief I was having about it being Labor Day, which is when my dad usually came out for a game. And um, it just woke me up to, oh, that's what my storm has been. That's, that's why I've had, oh, Simba, um, this storm going on, um, because I've had this internal grief. Um, anyway, um, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to simply pray. Uh, Father God, I just pray for those watching this who may be um, in the belly of a fish, belly of a whale, who may feel like they can't get out of this trauma, can't get present, can't um, stop reacting to this trauma that happened a while ago. And I just pray that you help them see that you are their healer, that you help them see that they can get present in their bodies, that you will rescue them if they cry out. Um, and I just pray for a great repentance in the land um, for all those who are finding out that, you know, these worthless idols are worthless and they're not you. Um, and uh, I've seen it. I know there are people that are being baptized um, left and right out of all of this chaos. And I just pray that more of that happens so that more people repent and turn to you and, and know that they will be given new life. Um, no matter what's going on around, no matter what's going on in this world. Um, and I just, I don't know, I just pray that you be with these people that are watching it, whether they're grieving, whether they're trying to recover from trauma. I just know you know that those roots of the mountains they're in or they feel like they're in. And um, I just pray that 
they know that you're close um, and they know that you can help them overcome this. You can help them overcome this, not idols of the world. So um, I just uh, pray all these things in your great name, Jesus. Amen. Have a good one, everyone. I'll see you next week for the final edition of this series. Unless, unless we have another surprise message, but who knows? All right. See you next week. Bye.